0: critchfield jacob disease is a prion-based neurodegenerative disease that is fatal. God, prions are so fascinating. Prions are basically proteins mm-hmm. in your brain but they're infectious. So you can't, they're not like an organism, like, you know, like a virus or parasite. So it's their own unique, that's, this is what uh, bovine spongiform encephalopathy, BSC is also called mad cow disease. That's how you have a cow that has these prions. And then that cow then gets turned into meat and then how that can be transferred. So it, prions are really, really fascinating. So the prion that causes creutzfeldt jakob disease, also known as CJD, can be acquired through eating a cow that is infected with the bovine spongiform encephalopathy, also known as man cow disease. Other modes of infection include transmission from contaminated medical supplies. So you can't even tell, even after they've been cleaned, Oh, the cleaning that goes, yes, the autoclaving, high temperatures that kills normal bacteria and viruses doesn't for prions. Oh my gosh. If medical supplies are contaminated with prion from an infected person, that prion can be spread to another patient. That's been documented before. Jeez. In either case, the prion
1: changes the structure of proteins in the body, which ripples throughout the body, causing other proteins to change as well. Other modes of disease presence are because of genetic mutations that lead to the misfolding of proteins that eventually become aberrant and
0: due to protein-protein interactions that causes others to change as well. So when a prion protein touches another protein that protein changes into the malformation because proteins are formed very uniquely. Mm-hmm. So currently there's no treatment specifically licensed for CJD. Patients die within months of being diagnosed with a disease. So the team at the Medical Research Council Prion Unit at the University of College London has developed a treatment for CJD that is showing some promising results. The new treatment is a monoclonal antibody called PRN-100, The team at the University College London Hospital administered the experimental treatment to six patients over a span of 10 months.
1: From these cases, they witnessed that patients become more stable and the treatment could successfully target the brain while being safe. The researchers regarded the findings as preliminary, but they were extremely excited with the promise of the treatment. The patients did not suffer from any side effects during the treatment course, but unfortunately all died as a result of their condition. Despite this, PRN-100 is a very promising treatment for prion diseases. Ooh, sounds like anything is a step forward with this. My
0: goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. And monoclonal antibodies make sense because you really can't use any medications Because what medication acts on the level of proteins? I mean, there are medications that do do that, antibiotics and stuff, but on the level of a protein of a bacteria, Mm -hmm. you know, but you can't do something that's going to act on human proteins because it's going to destroy. That doesn't make sense. So monoclonal antibodies, antibodies that are geared toward those prions is a brilliant idea. So I would imagine that over time, we'll probably see some movement here. And that's super exciting.
1: Hong Kong's deadly outbreak serves as lesson in vaccination and pandemic management. For much of last year, Hong Kong was regarded as a premier example of a zero COVID approach to pandemic management. But the Omicron variant brought an outbreak to the city and the death rate is among the highest since the pandemic began. According to the New York Times, this emphasizes the importance of vaccinating the elderly.
0: In addition to its dense population, less than half of the over 65 demographic and less than a quarter of the over 80 demographic were vaccinated. Now, older people in Hong Kong are dying at higher rates in nations with incredibly low death rates like Singapore and New Zealand, vaccination rates are more like at 90%.
1: Scientists are concerned that the slowing vaccination rate of the elderly in the U.S. as well, because of a potential surge of the BA2 variant, But because so many Americans have been infected and killed by other COVID variants, scientists don't expect that a surge in the United States would be as severe as Hong Kong's.
0: And the reason is that Hong Kong's outbreak was especially severe because the city focused solely on trying to eliminate the virus, not on planning or prevention for other outbreaks. The city also has had a low level of overall immunity because so few residents got sick with earlier variants. Other nations should learn from Hong Kong's successes and mistakes as the possible BA2 and now the XE surges loom. Let's be very clear. What's going on here is that not only do they have very, very low vaccination rates among the elderly, The vaccines that were used were also vaccines that came from China, including the Sinopharm vaccine. Those vaccines are not as effective against these variants, especially the Omicron variants. So you have a poorly vaccinated elderly population, also those that were vaccinated with vaccines that may not have been as efficacious for variants, including Omicron variants. So this is the story that happened in Hong Kong. And like we say here, this is a cautionary tale that other countries need to look at and recognize.
1: American attitude towards flu shots could be a bad sign for COVID shots. According to The Atlantic, the flu is highly contagious and highly dangerous. It takes more than 10,000 Americans' lives each year. But Americans, even public health experts, don't treat it as such. More than half of American adults don't get a flu shot every year. Some experts fear the country will take the same laissez-faire attitude as COVID approaches endemic levels.
0: COVID is not the flu, so we don't know yet how often we'll have to be immunized against it, but it probably won't be annually. However, the flu is one of our few frames of reference for frequent immunization that we do have, and its numbers are not promising.
1: We've already seen declining inoculations in smaller ways. Only half of Americans eligible for a booster shot received one. Because initial vaccination efforts were so emphatic, breakthrough cases inspired skepticism in many Americans. In addition, many have distanced themselves from COVID's death toll, pointing to people they know who safely recovered from the virus.
0: States with low numbers of annual flu shots also tend to rank the bottom covid vaccinations there are also the same wealth and racial gaps in inoculations which could prolong inequities brought on by the pandemic to prevent a vicious cycle of surges and unnecessary death public health efforts must come up with new ways to encourage covid vaccination this includes making shots accessible convenient and educating people as much as possible
1: i mean that's what we do here right that's what we do here on noise filter podcast
0: That's right. That is what we do here on Noise Filter Podcast. And we need our public health leaders to listen up and recognize that the old ways of doing things don't work anymore. Mm -hmm. All right. The old ways don't work. We have to get on to and we need as much people on media to explain to people what these vaccinations are for. Otherwise, it's going to be the misinformation campaign. Remember, misinformation travels through the media sphere at six times that of real information so if you like what you hear please subscribe to our podcast and share it with others we are here to educate thanks for listening to noise filter your public health podcast be sure to subscribe to the noise filter podcast follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show you can find me, Hope Pickerson, at HopePickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. that's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To
1: see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to NoiseForTheShow.com.
0: We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words?
1: Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved
0: ones healthy. That includes
1: exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your healthcare providers regularly.
0: And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right.